Hey everybody, welcome to Honest Conversations, a podcast by young people for young people. Join us for discussions with our peers, testimonies from guest speakers, and a whole lot of truth as we empower you to walk confidently with Jesus and create change wherever you may go. Welcome to Honest Conversations. I'm Dabria, your host for today's episode, and with me in studio today are Yinka. Hi. And Andrew. Hey, everybody. How are you guys doing today? Doing well. Oh, we're doing all right. Still surviving, so. Still (laughs) surviving. Yeah, I know. Made it in safely with all that wonderful winter weather that always becomes the topic of conversation, hey? We're safely here, so. Yeah, yeah. And we have an awesome topic that we are going to dive right into, and that is prayer. I'm really excited about this, guys, because what excites me about these episodes is when we talk about something that we hear all the time in church or when we're reading the Bible or talking to our friends, and we're going to dive deeper into it and go deeper. So I'm super excited. So prayer is the topic of today's episode, and we're just going to start off really simple, and I would like to hear your guys' definitions of prayer. Oh, definition. Okay. To you, um, like personally, what yeah. it means to you. Well, I would I would say prayer um, is a means of communication with God. Mm. You know, it's a way. It's a it's a channel or a medium where you relate with your father. So, yeah. um, prayer. Um, I'll, I'm not sure if that would, that would be my definition. Okay. A means mm-hmm. of communicating with God. I like that. Yeah, I should I should have went first because that was my answer too. <laughs> um, I'm glad I went first. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, like I, I I always like getting some Google definitions to compare a Google mm-hmm, definition to my mm-hmm. definitions. I got two of them. So one of them was it's an invocation or act that seeks to activate a report with an object of worship through deliberate communication. Ooh, fancy. And then another one is a solemn request for help or expression of thanks addressed to God or an object of worship. So yeah, as Yinko was saying to me, it's really just a communication with God. Like, I when when you think of prayer and being a Christian, everything like it's not like I'm praying to God for Him to meet all my requests to make everything perfect in life. Like for me, prayer is just a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like it's really just talking to God and. That's what that, that that's what this religion is. That's what Christianity is, is just having a relationship with God. And like one when when I was reading this question, one song that came to mind was talking to Jesus by Elevation Worship. Mm. And one of the lyrics was because this because it's not a religion, because it's more like a friendship. Just talk to your father like you were his kid. Mm. Like it, this is just that that's what that's what prayer is. As you were saying, it's just talking to God. Yeah. It's just talking to him like you would talk to anybody else. Like it, it might it might seem weird because he's physic. You're not physically able to see him, but he's but you're. But the way I see it is like you, you just want to have a relationship with him, just like you have a relationship with your dad, with your mom, with your best friends. Like, absolutely, that, that's what it is. That, that that's the way I see prayer. Awesome. Yeah, I once heard prayer um, defined in two ways. And the first is that it is a personal communication with God. And the second, it is speaking to the world around you the way the Bible calls you to speak to it and the truth of what the Bible says. So, you know, kind of going past the how do we personally see prayer, um, what does the Bible say about prayer? Because when we are building our life on these truths, we ultimately have to go back to what the, the ultimate truth, the Word of God says. So who wants to 
to go first with what they found the Bible says about prayer. Yeah, you know, still going back to what I said earlier, I think the Bible shows, especially with the characters in the Bible, um, the importance of prayer. Mm -hmm. um, we see a lot of characters in the Bible that would pray and things would change. For example, the story of Anna. Um, she, mm. you know, she was, exp she was, you know, open to, to, for a child and she, she couldn't conceive for a long time and she continued praying and over time a prayer was answered. So, um, also the prayer of Jabez is another good prayer mm. where, you know, Jabez was born as a child of pain and eventually prayer changed his, his life around, you know, and it became a man of blessing. So I think in the Bible, there's so many examples and characters of men and women of God who, you know, pretty much would show you what, actually how we should pray and the outcome of prayer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, I think like I'm going along similar lines as well and looking at people who showed us what prayer looks like and the, obviously the best answer there is Jesus like how he obviously through like the Lord's prayer everything like that and he just he just lived out what it means to be in communication with the father he mm -hmm. he, he really lived that out with 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 everything he did he was in communication with the father and I talk a little bit more about it later on in the episode but it was just when when you think when I, when I, there's so there's so much about prayer in the Bible, so many verses referencing prayer, but like I think the way the, the way to I think the thing about prayer is there's no like specific thing like hey here's how you pray. There's the Lord's prayer which gives you like an example of like okay here's sort of how you should structure it, mm -hmm. but there isn't like anywhere in the Bible where it's like okay here's the perfect prayer for this, here's the perfect <laughs> prayer for that. It's kind of it's kind of just bringing kind of just bringing your prob your problems and what's going on to to the father and humbling yourself mm. and to do that it's it's just being in constant communication which is what i think jesus tr rep re represented everything he did he was in communication with the father mm. so Mm -hmm. I think uh, some of my favorite verses that relate to prayer, there's a couple in Ephesians. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. That's Ephesians 1.18. We also have Ephesians 6.18. It says, pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Job 22.27 says, you'll pray to him and he will hear you and he will fulfill your vows. And John 17, 15 says, my prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. And I think James 5, 13 is one that's very relatable. It says, is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. And so I think that really goes to show that, as you mentioned, Andrew, prayer is mentioned a lot in the Bible. This is an integral part of our walk with the Lord. And I think something that if you're going to take anything away from this podcast, I hope that you realize that prayer is accessible for mm -hmm. each and every one of yeah. us. This is not something that you have to work to attain or you have to be on a certain level of Christianity. Prayer <laughs> is for 
everyone. And so we're just going to dive a little bit deeper into what it can look like, what it can mean. Um, But no matter what, no matter who you are, you can pray. And you're right. There is no, this is how you have to pray. It is communication in the same way that my communication with Yinka might differ from my communication with Andrew because it's personal. That's the same way it is with prayer. How I pray is going to be different than mm-hmm. how you pray. Yeah. And it isn't saying that that is wrong, but that these are different elements of that prayer. So does anyone want to dive a little bit more into the Lord's Prayer and what they've kind of gleaned from studying that? Um, Andrew, you want to go first? I'm just going to pull out the I think you got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I, I was looking at that, you know, mm-hmm. and um, it's such a... Uh, let me pull up the the actual you know Lord's prayer, and so that I can you know give you a better context. For sure, yeah, the Lord's prayer is something that we we hear a lot spoken about, um, but I think it's really cool on a podcast about prayer. You know, to go deeper and kind of uh, glean what truths we can from something that is spoken about so much. Mm. Yeah. And that's um, yeah, I got it. Psalm 23. Which is, is that the one we're looking at? I believe we're going to look at um, the Lord's Prayer found in, I think it's Matthew 6. Oh, the one in Matthew. Yeah, 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 yeah verse yeah, 5. Where he, he taught the disciples how mm-hmm. to pray and mm-hmm. all that. And I think the important thing about that is to, you know, um, Jesus was actually um, teaching you know, showing his disciples the the steps and and how mm. to pray, which I think is important because if you um, looking at it from that um, from the angle of Jesus being the one teaching his disciple or showing his disciple, there are some lessons to be learned from that. Mm-hmm. You know, because we know the Bible shows us that Jesus um, was a man of prayer. You know, Jesus would uh, step aside. Uh, multiple times to go and pray and to, you know, spend time with his father. So I think um, I'm I'm just trying to put it in a, in a better context. So I, I think we with the with the um, where am I going with this? I think with the 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 context I'm trying to you know put put um, about Jesus Christ is he teaching his disciples and making sure that he shows us to live their life according to the to the teachings mm. of Jesus Christ. Um, another thing about the Lord's Prayer I would also talk about is there are, you know, there are personal and collective um, um, prayers as well. Mm. So you mm-hmm. have like the, and the personal one I talked about, Jesus Christ, the collective or the group um style of prayer as well is the um way you acts of apostle is a good example of that you know so um in a nutshell i think i'm going all over the place i might you know (laughs) (laughs) kind of pass it on now (laughs) and maybe come back to that you know because i was actually going to look at psalm 23. oh i love that chapter and that's the one i actually was going to touch on not the one in matthew which you know, shows us the relationship. It's more mm. of a relational mm-hmm. um, experience between okay. a son and a father. So, um, you know, it makes me to lie down in a good pasture. It refreshes my soul. It guides mm. me among, you know, it shows you, you know, the role of, 
the role of you know God and the role of a shepherd as a child in guiding mm-hmm. us and di- directing us mm-hmm. on um, in everything we do. So I think the relationship between that actually stands out for me. Mm. Yeah, I once heard it said that um, the Lord's Prayer in Matthew isn't a like step-by-step say this these exact sentences and that is your perfect prayer instead it was like jesus was giving us a blueprint of this is this is these are elements that should be a part of your prayer coming before him you know hallowed be your name so you're you're saying all honor belongs to you god and you alone you know your kingdom come your will be done so you're praying that although you are praying using human words you are praying that ultimately it is god's truth and god's will that's going to be done you know and you're it's also a reminder you know give us this day our daily bread and that reminder that jesus is faithful to provide Mm -hmm. and what does that look like and then of course our reminder to forgive you know come before him with that humility of forgiving those in our lives and you know to deliver us from evil and so i think that's something important that's not like this is the perfect prayer say it over and over every day and that is you're done with praying Mm -hmm. you know it's instead jesus saying to his disciples these are elements of prayer and that is beautiful yeah Mm. i mean i don't got any i don't got any more words that's exactly pretty much exactly what i was going to say like (laughs) the disciples are really pushing jesus like hey we want to know how you pray we want to know how to do this and jesus is like okay Mm. Well, I'll give you an example. I'm not going to tell you here's how you pray because everybody prays different as you, as you mentioned. But yeah, here's an example. And yeah, it has all these like different elements where it's like these should be part of your prayer. Mm. So it's like a so like prayer can be you can look at it as, as like a structured thing. Mm-hmm. You can prayer. Prayer can be just obviously, as we said, prayer can just be talking. But like when really like hug, like come before God, like all these things mm-hmm. should should all these things should be met but yeah i think you explained those very well dabria mm. yeah and it's so interesting that verse 15 says but if you do not forgive others their sins your father will not forgive you yep. you know it gives you the basic the basics of prayer mm-hmm. so i think sometimes we make prayer this complicated stuff where it becomes too complicated. And there are situations where you have to, you know, pray even more and all that. But I think with these, it is more, it talks more about, you know, the basic things of how, you know, you should prepare yourself mm-hmm. coming to the Father and even the expectation of prayer as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think when I read that verse, I am repeatedly humbled. And I think, oh, yeah. you know, when it, when it talks about forgive, um, because whenever I am tempted in any way to hold a grudge or to be resentful or to hold offense, I just remind myself that Jesus paid that ultimate price. And what has he forgiven mm-hmm. me of oh. that I would oh, be yeah. unwilling to yeah. forgive others? And so in that, it is that reminder because we are coming before God humbly. It is communication. It is exalting him. It is humility in our hearts. It is a recentering of ourselves and refocusing on God yeah. in our prayer life. So I'm just, I'm humbled by that every time I read that verse, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I guess I was actually, earlier I was actually thrown off by, you know, <laughs> that was the that was the complete opposite of the, what I was looking at. <laughs> and also I think, and that was I was going all in circles. I'm like, what am I doing actually? <laughs> all good, so all good. I think I'm back on track now. We're all on the same page now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. good. I'm glad we're all on the same page <laughs> in this conversation. <laughs> Although it leads to some interesting rabbit holes. 
Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And that's your fault, Andrew, because you should have gone first. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now, hey, we don't blame. We don't blame here. <laughs> I'm pointing the finger at you. <laughs> well, if you're pointing Fine. one at him, how many are you pointing back at yourself? <laughs> coming back to you. Really, really. <laughs> I'll dig oh. it. I'll dig it. It's all good. Oh, my goodness. Good thing we all forgive each other because yeah, we have I been know. forgiven. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, oh my goodness! So, know, so, sorry before you go ahead. So, um, someone wants to say um, you can forgive but don't forget. Mm. I don't know how true that is, but mm. <laughs> oh, that that leads into a whole nother. Yeah. Um, Which we don't want to go into. <laughs> Maybe next time, next yeah, topic. Join uh, us next time. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Um, so we're just going to move forward into talking about, of course, always going back to the Bible. But what is your guys' personal favorite story in the Bible about prayer? Now, I'm just going to say, Andrew, you go first. We're going <laughs> to cut out that middle man there. I'm not I'm not, not going to throw you <laughs> off if I go yeah, first. Yeah, no. Okay, we're all good. Okay, so one of my favorite stories is when Jesus was was walking on the water. Like, that's one of my mm. all-time favorite stories just because just how insane that is. You think about it. The properties of water don't <laughs> allow that. But yet he went and walked on water. But like anyways, to bring that back to prayer, and before he walked on water, it says in Matthew fourteen twenty three, and after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up to the mountains by himself to pray. When the evening came, he was there alone. Mm-hmm. Like when you look at a lot of the miracles Jesus performed, before that he was praying. He was by himself praying so that he was able to do all of those things. So like, so like he he because he needed the father's strength. He needed the confidence to to go and walk to go and walk on water. Because Jesus understands water. He knows that people don't walk on there. But he needed to get out to the boat, and he's like, and he needed to go before the father and have the confidence and the strength mm. to to be able to go and do that. Mm-hmm. So it's just before everything we do, you, you just you just need to come before Jesus, mm-hmm. and like that story is is an example to me of like what can be done when we truly rely on the power of god and what he can do through us mm-hmm. so i like of, that story kind of related to in in matthew chapter 21 where jesus says truly i say to you if you have faith and do not doubt you will do not only what has been done to the fig tree but even if you say to this mountain be taken up and thrown into the sea yeah. it will happen and whatever you ask in prayer you will receive if you have faith mm-hmm. So I think I think another thing that just to touch on, um, like what you said when you were t- mentioned that Jesus was up talking to God, right? And it does say before Jesus instructs his disciples how to pray, he says, when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret. And your father yep. who sees in secret will reward you. And that is such an important aspect of prayer is taking that alone time mm-hmm. with you yeah. and the father. So. Yeah. So true. I think my favorite story in the Bible about prayer would be um, the prayer of Jabez, which I talked okay. about yep. earlier, which is in First um, First Corinthians Chronicles four nine, um, and it says Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. His mother had named him Jabez, saying, "I gave birth to him in pain." Jabez cried out to God of Israel, "Oh, that you would bless me." and keep me from arms so that I will be free from pain and God granted his request. You know, I think that simply shows that through prayer, you know, hopeless situations can turn to, mm. you know, great, mm. great stories. Yeah. You know? So it doesn't matter how, what, you know, challenges you're going through, mm-hmm. you know, the power of prayer 
you know, can actually turn things around. So that hope right there, and there's so, there's so many um, other, you know, favorite story, but I just chose this one because the name of Jabez was not even mentioned a lot in the Bible. Mm-hmm. I think it was just a few chapters in First Chron- uh, Chronicles, and he actually talked about how his name was Spain and he switched things around. So mm-hmm. that, that actually, you know, when I was reading that, gave me more, gave me hope. And mm-hmm. it lifted my my hat up. Because it lifted mm-hmm. my hat up because I felt, you know, if this can happen to Jabez, then uh, you know I, I still pretty much have have hope and chance that mm-hmm. you know, irrespective of what I'm going through, there is that chance that you know situations can turn around through prayer. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. I think, like personally, I I didn't choose like a favorite story, but the Book of Psalms is a book of I look at it as prayers and praise, right? right? It is David on his knees some days, crying out to God, you know, from the depths of his, his despair. And then on the other times, it's him thanking God out of such like a, a heart overflowing with gratitude. Mm. And it just really chronicles the, the authenticity of life and our, mm-hmm. our journey with God. You have days where you feel like you're on top of the mountain and you still praise God, and you have days that you feel like you're the lowest of the low and you still know that God is there with you. Yeah. And I just love the reminder, like in Psalm 24, where it says, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and those who dwell therein. And so I remind myself of that when I'm coming before God in prayer. This is nothing new to him. It all belongs to him. This earth is his. And so I'm just... A huge fan of of Psalms, I would yeah. say. Yeah, no, Psalms is really good. It's a it's a book that has a lot of eating jams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, so we're gonna take a short break, but coming up, we are gonna be talking about some misconceptions about belt prayer and also some of our personal experiences. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey, Gavin here. Enjoying our open, transparent, honest conversations us too. Be sure to never miss an episode by hitting that subscribe button. Honest Conversations found wherever you may get your podcasts. We at Honest Conversations know that church isn't a specific building, place, or brand and actually encompasses the entire body of believers. If you or your church is wanting to get involved in helping build a thriving young adult community, we'd love to hear from you. Connect with us on our socials or send us an email. We want to hear from you. Send us your questions and we'll be sure to include them in our next Q&A segment. Chat soon. Welcome back to Honest Conversations. We are going to get right back into our topic of the day and we are talking about prayer. And so we're going to talk about some of our personal experiences. But before we go into that, we're going to talk about some misconceptions about prayer. Now, prayer is such a simple word. We hear it spoken about all the time in the church, in Bible studies, even among our Christian friends. But definitely with something that's spoken about so much, there often comes misconceptions. Yeah. It's Even something simple can become twisted to different ideas. And so, uh, Andrew, why don't you tell us some of the misconceptions about prayer that either you experienced yourself or that you've had friends who have talked about? Okay, so I got two of them. One of them <laughs> came up on one of the, well, one of our e- podcast episodes before. I think it was episode, it, it was with a beam, but I, okay. think, I think it was episode 10 and he was talking about his experiences with like God and like when he he was saying like when he was a kid like he saw God as like some like guy who's like 
up there judging you and mm. that you come to with like your requests and like which is completely false <laughs> so that's so that's so that, that's one misconception he's not up there judging your every move <laughs> he's like he's, he's up there watching over you mm-hmm. but and then yeah he's not just some genie that you come to be like okay <laughs> i'll give you this many wishes in your lifetime use them wisely <laughs> but no and um, and then and then, then the other one which is one i've thought a lot about and I've had some conversations about friends with it's like okay so we know that god knows everything before we think it hmm. so then what's the reason of bringing <laughs> our stuff to him in prayer that's uh-huh. one that's just i've been trying to wrap my head around for a long time hmm. it's like because he knows everything that we think before we even think it hmm. so then what's the point of bringing it to prayer why can't he why can't he just do yeah. why why can't he just do what he's planning to do without us bringing it to him and like um yeah it's a concept i'm still coming to understand but like i there there there's a movie i was watching called the shack if you mm-hmm. do you know that movie yes yeah. yeah so okay so basically for the, our viewers who don't know what it is basically this guy he has a traumatic experience where he loses his daughter and she's killed and then he go and then he goes on this experience where he's talking with god jesus and the holy spirit in human form Mm. and basically he asks them this question and like it came up in the movie i'm like okay i want to see how god is going to respond to this and and basically what the response was the holy spirit said it's because we like hearing the world from from your eyes we we know what you're what you're going to think but we like hearing the how you how you like perceive the world so like he was asking so like the holy spirit and god and jesus they were asking about his kids and he was telling them Mm -hmm. and he's like well don't you already know all this Mm -hmm. and it's like yes but we like to hear the way that you see the world we like to hear what you think so like again it's going back to that relation that relationship and just having a conversation with god it's like he like god just loves hearing your voice and he cherishes those moments where we're with him and talking to him mm. so like there that that question's so much deeper than that like there's so many more uh, other things to it but like that's just one answer that i really like that question that you know god just loves talking mm-hmm. to you so something else that i heard um similar to like the, an answer to that question is that prayer isn't necessarily to change God, but is instead to change our hearts towards mm-hmm. God, yeah. you know, and it, to change our view and to realign ourselves with the truth of the word, you know. And then another thing would be is if I if I knew of someone in the church and I'd heard all about them and someone every day I heard their life story, but I never actually met them. Would I meet them? And despite knowing where they lived, what job they had, you know, what was important to them, would I not want to talk to them? Or would I want to hear mm. from that them directly to form that personal relationship right. with them? You know, that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. yeah. So. Sure. Yeah. So I think uh, misconceptions about prayer. I think growing up, I've heard a lot of people, and not just growing up, even up till now, I've heard people say things like, "If you don't." Um, if you don't for God to answer your prayer, you need to do A, B, C, and D mm-hmm. for God <laughs> to, to grant you your wishes and all that. And, you know, and again, if you look through the Bible, you would be able to read, see in the Old Testament how uh, 
you know, God would say to Moses or someone that you should go sacrifice this and go do that. Yeah. You know, but I think that the misconception today is that, you know, some people are still in that sort of mind frame of we have to do something. And I'm not saying there are situations where God is God. God might say you should go give someone something on all of that. But I think um, holding that as a doctrine mm. that you have to do these before God to do that. Right. I think that is a great misconception that yes, has, that's flying around mm-hmm. up until now. And yeah. that becomes a transactional relationship mm. rather than a, a relationship more like a father and son relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's actually very similar to the misconception that I held when I was a young girl. And I just thought that like every time I sinned, I had to quickly pray for God, (laughs) apologize to him. Otherwise, like he wouldn't see me in the same way, you know, and then you're right. Like when you have that kind of mindset of like I have to do something or be a certain way in order to have the right to talk to God, you know, it takes away that relational aspect. Right. And Mm -hmm. I like how you put it. It becomes transactional. And so to instead have that mindset of, you know, coming before God and it is it is personal. And it's also God sees you. He sees you through the blood of blood of his son. Right, we are coming before Him in grace. It is by grace we are saved through faith, not by our works. Right, and that is such a huge thing to remind ourselves that it's not—you are not unworthy to go before God in prayer. He is your Father, and He sees you through the blood of His Son and through that grace and forgiveness. And so, it's very personal. And um, I think that was a huge relief to probably, probably like six or seven-year-old Dabria to realize that I didn't have to pray like thirty times a day to apologize for that time that I was mad at my mom or the time that I said that thing to my sibling. That instead, you know, Jesus wanted that personal relationship, that one-on-one. It wasn't about I have to be good enough in order to pray or in order to have God answer my prayers, Mm -hmm. you know. And something that just really comforts me is when in Philippians 4, 6, it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And kind of just still keeping in line with what you were talking about, Andrew, I think that, I don't know about you, but whenever I do feel anxiety creeping in my heart and I start praying, I feel heard. I feel mm, I feel yeah. listened to. So it's not necessarily that I'm going to walk away from that prayer and have everything fully answered, have all the ducks lined up. They're yeah. all quacking happily. It's all perfectly lined up. That's not what it's about. No. It's about going to God and presenting. And he knows. He knows what's in my head. I don't have to have the perfect words to describe to him my situation because he's right there in that situation with me. Mm-hmm. But I walk away feeling filled and I have that joy that's cultivated when I spend that time intentionally with my Lord and Savior. Yeah. So I think that um, if you have any misconceptions about prayer, we, we go to the Bible, and that's where we find the truth, the truth of what prayer is. And at the end of the day, it, it's relational, mm-hmm. and that is such a beautiful thing. So kind of jumping off of that, you know, we're going to talk about some of our personal experiences. So you know, how or or when specifically did you find yourself praying? Uh, maybe it's recently or maybe it was a big experience in your life. You know, let's just kind of delve into the more the personal aspect of it. No, I think prayer, you know, personal experience of prayer, prayer is a continuous daily, mm-hmm. you know, 
structured and structured it doesn't matter prayer is something we do every day um growing up i grew up you know praying and fasting at a very young age um but in my own life when i give after giving my life to christ and i think in 2018 there was there was this experience i had because i remember before 2018 you know life was life was tough you know challenges mm -hmm. of life situations of life you find yourself in at the time i found myself in constant you know challenges things and are going smooth sometimes i'll take a step forward take two steps backward and all of that and in 2018 i think about february i remember fasting and praying mm -hmm. and i did that i fasted and prayed for 30 days mm -hmm. and after th the 30th day I remember reading the Bible, like while I'm fasting, praying, I'm reading the word, mm -hmm. worshiping God and all that. And on the 30th day, um, as I was reading the Bible, this was what I read, you know, in John 8, 36. And it says, so if the sun sets you free, you're free indeed. Mm -hmm. right. And r at that moment, I felt like something was lifted off my shoulder. Like I felt peace of mind. I felt the connection with God at that point. I knew for a fact that very moment that my prayer had been answered. Like mm -hmm. the fasting and prayer I went through for 30 days was not in vain that something had been broken. Mm. And in my life, ever since then, I have seen that play out, you know, continuously and constantly. Mm. Ever since then, things have just been on a, you know, upward uh, motion. And, and that was from the, the prayer I had um in 2018 in january so in my mm -hmm. own personal life i've, I've seen i've seen the power of prayer Mm -hmm. And I really like what you said that it's like, it's a daily thing. It's, it's yeah. an all the time thing. I think if I had to describe my prayer life, um, I don't think I ever stop praying. I think that uh, there is a constant in the back of my head, a recognition of God, I need you now. Uh, mm -hmm. Jesus, I pray for that person. Lord, direct my steps. Thank you, Lord, for protection. And just like constantly, it's this constant acknowledgement, like, hey, like I'm living my life with Jesus on mm -hmm. a constant basis, I want to acknowledge him. And so there are times that I'm really intentional, but I think on the whole, like it's just become a, just a part of my, my, my daily life in many different ways. Yeah. How about you, Andrew? Well, when, when you're talking about like Jesus being a part of your daily life, I was, I was reminded of like this like meme where this guy's talking about how important prayer is and he's like, you need prayer for so many things. Like you just need prayer to even go into like Walmart. Like <laughs> it was just, it was just this joke. He made. I don't remember what exactly it was, but he was just, it, it, it was said as a joke, but like, it's, it's just so true. You need mm -hmm. prayer so many, you just, you just need prayer in what, in whatever you do. Like, and honestly to consciously like remember God in all situations and everything. Like it's, it's mm -hmm. not easy. It's, it's still something that I'm learning to do and mm -hmm. everything I do do it in like thanks and in honor to the to the father so like even when i'm just like at, at home studying it's like i'm just so focused on doing this doing this doing this doing mm -hmm. this doing this that you know honoring like not honoring but like th but like just taking a second just to thank god for just the opportunity even just to be where i am and everything it's just kind of just goes to go goes to the back of my mind and it's just like i'm just so focused on what i gotta do so like it's it's just it is something that you know that like I just want to be in communication with the Father at, at all times. Mm -hmm. But honestly, like 
it is a little bit it, it is hard it's not it's not it's not an easy thing to come to that mindset of being in communication with him at all times mm-hmm. but like that's like like that's the goal like jesus is that example and like he was just always in constant communication with the father and that is what gave him the power and the ability to do everything he did here on earth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely so mm-hmm. yeah so kind of what what is now you, you kind of shared something that you know time in your life when prayer really impacted you um andrew is there like a specific time that you can just remember that prayer was just a huge part of that experience so like okay so like one of my biggest things with like my testimony is i've always had me like injuries with, or problems with like injuries and like i've had an injury that's been with me like ever since like grade seven so like seven eight years ago i've just always had this injury that's been with me that I've never really been able to get rid of. It's just been there. Mm -hmm. And like when, like, I think it was January, like 2019, where like things got like the lowest, like the lowest of lows, where it's like, I was experiencing the pain and like the injury to the worst I ever have. Mm -hmm. And like that's, and like that, that the summer before is when I truly like stepped out and start and started my relationship with God. Like I had a, like I knew of God, I went to church every week, everything, but I've never really had that relationship with him until that summer. And so then during, and then, and, and, and then during that, that time, like prayer and worshiping and asking God for strength every day is like what really got me through mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Like I needed that constant reminder, like, cause I, cause obviously I was at school at that time. So like whenever I'd be at a table by myself studying in between class, it would be like, just praying that uh, God would give me the strength to get to get to the next class, to be able to be able to get up in the morning, to get to the washroom and to be able just to do everything I got to do. Mm-hmm. And like prayer and me relying on Jesus, which, which is something I never really did before with this injury was so important and what got through me and, and it's what got me through that lowest point mm-hmm. where, where I was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that, like I mentioned, like I feel like prayer is a constant part of my life, but there have been definitely seasons in my life where I have found myself uh, just deeply relying on that prayer relationship with Jesus because um, prayer, I feel like it meets you where you're at and it fills different roles depending on where it is, right? Where you need to move, speak to that mountain. And then sometimes you just need to to speak to your best friend. And sometimes you just need to speak the truth of the word over your life and over. And so I definitely found like this past summer, there was great upheaval in, in my personal life. And there was just some extreme anxiety that came at me and I wouldn't normally have called myself an anxious person. I always felt relatively confident about things, you know, just normal nerves, but I never dealt with anxiety just creeping up on me like throughout the day just felt like my heart beating so fast in my chest and it was it was a new experience for me and it was something that I was like, okay, God, your word promises that perfect love drives out fear and I'm just going to rest in your perfect love because I can't live my life in this anxiety Mm -hmm. and in this fear. And so this was definitely a time where over the summer I just relied on that prayer relationship with the Lord and also in praise. And that's the thing is like praise is an extension of prayer, right? It's basically, sometimes I think of it as it is prayer with with musical accompaniment. (laughs) That's what it is, right? You know, and so definitely this past 
season of my life, prayer and praise have just been the center of everything I do. I find that I can't go more than a few hours without being intentional and either putting on a worship song or just coming before God because I'm like, God, when these anxieties creep in, I give them to you. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's just such a hugely impactful thing to me as as a believer, knowing that I have that personal prayer line with Jesus. And that has been so amazing. So we're just going to quickly touch on this last question before bringing this episode to a close. And that's how do you guys answer handle unanswered prayers? Mm. Yeah. Um, so part of before I got to that point, the story I shared earlier, before mm-hmm. I got to the point where I ha- I prayed and everything, you know, changed, I remember um, praying for a particular thing. And this one thing seemed like it will decide my life, which f- it, didn't, it didn't decide <laughs> my life, but mm-hmm. I, that was my thinking mm-hmm. at the time. And so I would pray, I would fast, I would, you know, go to God in prayer, and all the time, you know, things will fall short. I won't get what I'm looking for. And, you know, I after that incident, I would be depressed. I would not want to read my Bible, won't pray, won't do anything with, mm-hmm. with, with the Word of God. But eventually, I was reading my Bible one night, and I felt the Holy Spirit ask me the question, you know, what if I don't do the things you're asking for? Will mm. you stop praying? Will you stop serving? Will you stop, mm. you know, will I stop being your God? Oh. And that was a that was a moment where I'm like, oh, That's no, I, I, I won't <laughs> stop doing all of those right. things. And he said, yes, yeah, so even if I don't give you what you're looking for, mm-hmm. I'm still God in yeah. your life. Oh, and that switched everything around for me. And I'm like, wow. Wow. That is true. <laughs> mm-hmm. So even I- and doubt ev- ever since then I've handled, you know, situation on answered prayer. I've handled that in a much more better matured way which is well, this is not what God wants for me. And ever since then the way I approach prayer, the way I approach disappointment has been completely um, different mm-hmm. based on that experience. That's I good. Have. I love that. That's yeah. that's a p- very powerful yeah. word. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Anything else to add to that, um, Andrew? So for me, like going back to this in to this injury, like it's still something I'm dealing with today. So like, and I've had so many people pray over me with this injury because like I've been dealing with it so long. I've had pastors here in the church. I've had family friends. I've had people who aren't even fa- family friends. People people in like my parent in like my grandparents' like life groups and in like my other grandparents' church pray for me. I've had so much prayer about this injury, but yet still, it's still here. So like, that's something that like, before that experience that I was talking about before, it's like always been such a frustrating thing. Cause like before that, I've never understood. No, before that, no one's ever really been able to give me an answer of like, hey, this is what the injury is. This is how we fix it. Mm-hmm. No one's ever been able to, f- to figure out what's actually wrong which has always been frustrating. So like, it's always like, okay, it's just gonna be a miracle from God and then it's just gonna be gone. That's always been my assumption. And like, I remember one guy after after one of the men's groups that, that I help run, he was like, he, he felt the urge to, to pray for me about this injury. And he's like, I want you to know, like, I take this serious. Like, 
I'm not praying for you just because I see it in you. I pr- I'm praying for you because I truly believe that God wants to heal you. So like I went through the mindset, okay, finally this is gonna happen. I'm gonna get I'm g- gonna get healed. This is finally gonna be gone. It's still here. So like and then and then we were we were finally getting close. Some people were finally like, okay, so here's possibilities of what it can be. So like this summer they were coming to conclusions and like I think we found like what the issue is, what the mm-hmm. what the injury is. And so it's like they referred me off to the specialist where it's like this is the be- this is the best guy in like all of Saskatchewan. If anybody's gonna anybody's gonna help you with it, he's your guy. Mm-hmm. So when when saw him, he's like, Yeah, there's nothing I can do. So it's like at that point after I got after I got my car, my heart just dropped. It's like cause I had the expectations like I've been dealing with this so long. God's been growing in me. He's been using me for so he's been he grew me so much through this injury and just learning to trust him, learning to rely on him everything I do. Now it's finally gonna go away now that I've learned that. That that was my mindset. But yet it's still here. I still it's still some it's still something I'm dealing with today. So it's like and then like God's just been teaching me through that. It's like that no prayer goes unanswered he hears every prayer but at the end of the day when we're going back to the lord's prayer it's your kingdom your kingdom come your will be done earth here is in heaven at the end of the day as god's will is going to be done and that and that's what we want in my life that that's what i want in my life mm-hmm. that that god's will be done so and that's that's what i'm striving for every day is for god's will to be done to do what god has called me to do so if I'm walking with God and this injury is still here, well then I'm I'm rejoicing because God is still working. Mm-hmm. So like, and that, that that that's just something I've come to realize. And one of the verses that that I think my my favorite Bible verse that I have, and I have it po- and I have it pr- printed on my wall is Proverbs three five through six, which says, "Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He still direct your paths." So it's like with everything that, that I do, it's really humbling myself and putting myself lower and letting God lead and taking taking the back it's really just take, taking the back seat and, and letting God drive it's like I don't know where we're going but I'm trusting that God's going to get us there and he knows where he's going and mm. really just trusting in that so I think that that's really what has come to help me like handle unanswered prayers because I've seen a lot of that in my life mm-hmm. and it's all it was always something that gave me like a lot of like it, it's something that really like put me down like it who like everybody who knows me I'm a very happy guy like even when I'm dealing with this injury like if you're, you see me out in public with people you're not you're not you're not gonna see how it affects me like I'm gonna be the same person I'm gonna be happy like no, no matter what but like one thing that always breaks me is like when I'm by myself and I'm struggling and I can't do anything about it that was something that always broke me because I never understood why why this is happening and why it wasn't going away through everything I was trying. So like, and it was like, it just felt hopeless because it's like, I can't do anything. Mm -hmm. I don't know why this is happening. I don't understand it. But God's been doing a lot of work through this injury and teaching me that like, to just trust in him. And I know that he's going to work everything out. Mm -hmm. 
That's so inspiring that you are putting your trust in God. And I just have to say that I am inspired by your strength and your continual dependence on on God to get you through the ups and through the downs. And I truly believe that what the enemy means for evil, God redeems for good. And there is so much redemption in our story with God. And there is restoration, what has been stolen from us. So just want to encourage you Mm -hmm. that, you know, thank you for putting your eyes and fixing your eyes on God, you know, because that is what gets us through the highs and lows. And I have to say in my own life, whenever there have been unanswered prayers, the thing is, is that they are not truly unanswered. They're just answered differently than I expected them to be, you know, because God has a greater and higher plan. And often the things that I have prayed for are from my limited understanding of that plan Mm. and my limited ideas of what's possible. And whenever something hasn't been answered the way I thought it was going to be, or I'm like, wow, this isn't being answered. Then down the road, I see, wow, not only was this answered, it was just done a God way in a God way. Yes. And that can be one of the misconception of prayers is like we we see we bring this to God it's like okay God here's what I want but also here's how I want it done <laughs> but God is like but God lives outside of time he lives outside of everything and like he's watching and direct directing everything so the way that he might do something like you completely different from how you might see it eventually you might get to the same end point but you might even miss him working and doing what he's doing because you have your mindset on him doing it one way. Mm-hmm. So, As my mom yeah. told six-year-old Dabria, she said, she heard me pray and she's like, Dabria, just don't put God in a box. Yeah. And I think that as we end this episode, just the final notes that we really want to get across is that prayer is not only accessible, it's also available for everyone. Mm-hmm that it is not some perfect form, um, but we can learn a lot about it by going to the truth of the word and also in in meeting with your friends and church members to pray. And that is how we grow stronger in our personal walk with God and also our community walk. So thank you so much for joining us in the studio here today, Yinka and Andrew. No problem. It's been been a pleasure. And of course, we just want to shout out to our partner churches here in Regina, Harvest City Church and Gateway church thank you so much for your support thanks for hanging out with us listeners you can find us on social media honest conversations podcast and join us december 17th for a special christmas episode to all of our listeners thanks for hanging out with us check out our website at anchor.fm slash honest conversations for all the ways to stay connected and be the first to know about new episodes see you next time on honest conversations